What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. I promised I'd be back today. We're doing two podcasts a day, guys. Not one, but two. Bringing this incredible message as we just reveal more and more and more. Uh, we're bringing this message to the masses uh, as fast as I can, as much as I can. Uh, I believe it with my whole heart. I am uh, really honored to be able to bring this message. This is not your traditional church message. This is not your traditional um, biblical message, if you will. Now, I'm going to read from the Bible. I'm going to read from some of the book of Enoch. And I'm going to go and compare and contrast some actual Bible verses so you can make your own decision about who the God of this world is and is Yahweh different from the father that Christ himself spoke of. Uh, I believe he is, and I'm going to reveal why a little bit more in this episode because I don't have the full picture yet, guys, uh, but I am revealing a little bit at a time as I learn it, as God reveals it to me. Um, and we've got some really cool live streams coming this week with some other uh, creators that have discovered these same things at the same time that I have. Uh, without talking to each other or getting the data from each other, there's there's a lot of people. Uh, I won't say a lot, but there's a handful of people that have been getting the same download, the same message, uh, and seeing these same parallels in the Bible as well as other spiritual texts. Mine started around 2020. What is up, 74 Leathercraft? How are you doing, brother? Hope you're having an awesome day. Um, Let's see, uh, Cody says, hallelujah, uh, Yeshua, the Messiah, absolutely, and we are going to be talking about Christ today um, and that Messiahship um, and, uh, and what, what really he does in my heart to reign uh, and what I think he's doing in a lot of people's hearts right now. And again, it's not the, the biblical message that we're all used to. But I promise that um, I'm going to show what I'm talking about with Scripture. And uh, I'm never here to tell you I know 100%, but rather, what do you think? Um, and so that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Johnny says, how do you feel about Islam? Uh, I think all of these different world faiths and religions have a piece of the puzzle, including Christianity. So I don't think any one religion has it figured out. Uh, and that's why I'm able to approach this with love and respect to every religion, every walk of faith, every orientation. I don't care who you're married to. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care where you go to church or don't go to church. Uh, we're all here in the same search and we are all looking for God. And by the way, I think God is within all of us. Um, and so that's exactly what I'm here to talk about today. So, uh, Jacob says doing good. Hope you're doing good. I am doing good, man. Uh, it's been a good day. Uh, dropped several new videos today, started more of a proper research paper on all of this stuff I've been talking about. Uh, it is something I'm going to have available for free. Once I get several pages of it going, I'll move it over to a Google document and you guys can download it as well. Um, and just kind of have free access to my research because a lot of people have done this research and they're starting to put the parallels together. Um, nobody's really written a proper book on it that I can find and nobody's really put that uh, research data out there for other people. So I am not a scholar, by the way. When I say research, uh, I use that term lightly. So um, what is up, Soren? How are you doing, Crown Royal? What is up? Welcome. Uh 
Kulisma, thanks for being here. Kevin Brown, what's up, brother? Um, Daily Dojin, what is up? How are you doing? Uh, Bro Buck, what is going on? Jonathan, welcome. So anyway, we do these live. If you've never tuned in for a live stream podcast with me before, I do this twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and then I drop videos between that all day, every day. I do this full time. Um, I also do this artwork in the background. This is my modern day representation of what it might look like where the Israelites were camped out, uh, you know, if they had access to, uh, you know, REI equipment today uh, with their God, Yahweh, hovering over them. And you may say, what do you what do you mean their God? Wait a minute. Now, I thought you were I thought we were reading the Bible here. We are. But trust me when I tell you. No, actually, don't trust me. Actually, audit everything I say and read for yourself. Uh, but when I tell you I've done this research and I've found these weird parallels and I see that this looks more like extraterrestrial activity than a, a real God, than the real God, uh, the actual God that Christ came and talked about, the Father that he spoke of. the uh, And I'm going to share some parallels today. I started this research document that'll be mind-blowing. I'm going to go ahead and get into it here after I take a couple of questions. Uh, what's up from Mexico? Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome from Mexico. Annie says, hi. Hey, Annie, how are you doing? Um, Annie says, I have life pictures of that. Yes, she has um, She has a lot more experience with this than I do. Thank God. I did have a dream about one of these the other night. Uh, I won't get into that, but um, I realized in that dream it was something that's been haunting me my entire life right before me. Uh, wielding this control over my life, and I'm starting to break free from that. Thank God, by the light of Christ, literally, guys, like by waking up to this. And I have people, uh, friends and family members that think I've absolutely lost it um, and think that I'm leading, you know, a, a false teaching ministry here or something, you know, and that's fine because that's up for them. That is their walk, and I pray for them. But I, I truly believe God is waking people up to the truth of what's been going on for tens of thousands of years with these things pretending to be gods, maybe even working for the Most High at some points to accomplish uh, some of his work on this earth. But uh, I think they are agents of this physical matrix. However, what we're going to see here, the parallels and the differences between the God of the Old Testament and the Father that Christ was talking about are two totally different entities, in my humble opinion. Um, have you heard of Pseudepigrapha? It's so good. Yes, Pseudepigrapha is uh, basically uh, when someone takes a pen name, you know, uh, like it would be like a stage name kind of. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of actors that it's not actually their real name that you know them by, uh, but rather a name they chose to present to people or... Um, so a good example of that would be like Book of Enoch is pseudepigrapha. It wasn't actually written by Enoch. Enoch was taken, literally. He, he, he was on this earth and then he was no more. That doesn't mean that he, you know, passed away. That means he was taken. He was taken up. Uh, he was taken into the heavens or taken by God. Now, which God took him, I don't know. Was he taken by the Most High God or was he taken by like a Yahweh type God. I can't tell you that yet. We haven't made it through the book of Enoch yet. We're still on chapter seven of over a hundred chapters. Um, so hopefully that will be revealed as we go. 
I'm sharing data with you as fast as I can research it. So bear with me and thank you for that. Um, let's see. Uh, Annie says, keep strong, Cub. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Waving from Las Vegas. What's up, Las Vegas? How's it going? Uh, could Lilith be Adam's twin sister? Not necessarily his first wife. Hey, Mandy, Faye, uh, great question and great idea. Um, you know, we have all these mythologies and, uh, there's a reason that they're still around is they were stories about the actual story, right? Like they weren't just tales made up. Mythologies kind of come from, uh, you know, the, the experiences of the ancestors, you know, things that were passed down. Um, and there's so many of them that line up with each other thousands of miles apart all around the globe. Uh, that's where you have to question is, is it mythology or is it an anthology of things that actually happened with different interpretations on it? And that's the same thing with book of Enoch that we're looking at. We know Enoch didn't write it, but we know that it was important enough to be found with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, because it was preserved for thousands of years. It was obviously important. Uh, there's references to uh, scripture in Enoch in the Holy Bible. So, you know, we see all these parallels uh, between things. Hey, Cub, how are you? Fancy Pants says, I'm doing good today, doing good, diving into some really interesting material here. And if you do like this artwork, um, I have dropped a new shirt today. Uh, this one is called uh, The Angel of Elohim, which we're about to read here in a minute, uh, where Elohim sends an angel to um, to uh, lead the Israelites through the desert. And so, um, you know, again, I often say replace the word angel with extraterrestrial, and then you start to understand and visualize the story a lot better. So... Um, and, and, and that's, that's in a lot of different cases in the Bible. Um, anyway, here's one of the tents with the, uh, flaming cigar shape over it, the pillar of fire. We now understand that as, you know, um, these, uh, extraterrestrial craft, the cigar shaped craft that they talk about well-documented, um, over the years. Um, anyway, here, here it is on the back of the shirt. This is the back of the shirt. You got the moon over here, the craft above the tent. So anyway, this is brand new on the shop. If you want to check it out, uh, use the code ship S H I P F R E E ship free, and you can get free shipping on any of my shirts, tapestries, mugs, any of that. Uh, I've got some really cool mugs coming out too that have the, uh, design on them. This, the, uh, kind of the schematics of these extraterrestrial craft. So those are going to be on some mugs. I think you guys will dig those. I know I do, and I definitely want some in my office. So anyway, anything you guys get on the, the website, cubcooker.me, www.cubcooker.me, uh, goes directly to support this channel. Um, between my book, all of the merch sales, all of that. So we're going to get into the scripture today. Um, let's see. The book of Enoch is literally being prophesied today. Absolutely. Uh, immaculate. Thank you very much for that. I totally, totally agree. Um, let's see. Um, and Annie says, uh, this is what woke me up completely. I literally is happening now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, at the end of chapter seven in book of Enoch, let's get into it. Let's read. Um, I can, I can talk back and forth all day, but, uh, let's read here. So, um, 
in verse 52, chapter 7, this is in uh, the book of the Watchers, it says, uh, And beyond these I went afar to the east, and I saw another place, a valley of water, and therein was a tree, the color and fragrant trees such as uh, the mastic. And on the sides of those valleys I saw fragrant cinnamon, and beyond these I proceeded to the east. Now, if you want to know where we're at in the book, this chapter 7 is a trip. And and I, there's no other good word for it. It is like a some sort of drug trip. I don't know. It is it is crazy. Uh, he is zooming across the land, the sea, the ends of the earth, out of the firmament, in the firmament, possibly to other worlds. I mean, we don't even know some of this stuff we've never seen with human eyes. But he talks about it seamlessly. He'll talk about one place where we've obviously seen with like volcanoes and stuff, maybe Hawaii. Uh, and then he's talking about stuff that's like way, way out there. Is it even still on this earth? Maybe it's completely underwater. I mean, obviously this was pre-flood. So um, he talks about the pillars of creation holding up the firmament. We're going to get into that here. And then he's talking about uh, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge. Uh, the tree of knowledge in the book of Enoch thus far has not been demonized like it kind of is in um you know genesis where um you know it was the serpent that like tricked them and now they can't live in paradise my theory on that is that the serpent was actually bringing truth and actually bringing light to them they ate of the tree of knowledge they realized that you know this god had made them naked and uh that they were kicked out and the god was like fine you know i created this perfect place for you now you're gonna suffer um, and again, that's my interpretation on it. And I don't understand how people can come to a different interpretation. Um, if you try to justify all day long that Yahweh is the same good and loving father that Christ talks about, you run into walls all day long and you really have to kind of, in my opinion, you really endanger your own spiritual uh, enlightenment and your own spiritual in ascension, because that's what it did to me. Uh, when I'm trying to like justify all of the horrible acts that this Yahweh character did and condoned, um, I just cannot, I can't get over it with a good conscience, you know? Uh, and that's the thing that actually caused me so many problems my entire life, uh, with, with walking away from God, with, um, uh, you know, falling into sin. And I had a big problem with alcoholism, um, for a long, long time. And, and then even questioned if life was worth living, um, you know, not that long ago. I mean, you know, in my young adulthood, I mean, uh, you know, this is, you know, maybe 10, 10 years ago, uh, really wondering is life worth living? Like what's, what's all this about? You know, this is all complete BS is kind of how I felt about it. Um, and then I really started my search trying to find God and go, you know what? Maybe all of this isn't A in order and maybe B, it's not all the same story. And once I started admitting that and going, maybe people mistook an extraterrestrial who's big and a bully and likes to unalive things and wants sacrifice and wants animals to be unalived so that it can eat and sustain itself and made itself the God of this world, maybe there's a problem with that. And once I admitted that and said, hey, I love the Bible, but 
but it's not the word. The word is in me and the word is in Christ. And that moment changed who I am so deeply that from 2020, when I said that prayer and said, God, I'm ready to step into my life's work. I literally was a new creation. I'd never been like actually reborn and felt like I stepped into a new timeline as a new person. That was the moment that all these people talk about. It's not, it's not an emotional reaction, guys. Not in my experience. I've had a hundred emotional reactions. Not one of them did to me what this, it was like a flash. And it was like, I literally stepped into a different reality, a different timeline. And all of these things that I hadn't seen before, it's like I have an eye that was open to them that I had never used before. Um, let's see. Um, have you seen what humans do to each other without religion? God never said, uh, love everyone. I don't know where you're getting that, Michael. Um, if you have a reference point for that, I'd love to look up that verse live with you and kind of check that out together. Uh, because Christ said to love one another. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Only love is real. That is the message that thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who have gone to the other side and come back either by artificial means using substances or by NDEs near unalived experiences. Um, they say only love is real. That's a idea in Hinduism in Buddhism. That's an idea in esoteric Christianity which is more what I am. Only love is real. And so why does that change our reality? Because once you're in that frequency of love and you actually forgive yourself and you actually forgive others, there's a key there too. I still struggle. I've been hurt this week by people that I thought loved me, that I realized that they don't. They don't. And it took me 48 hours. Jacob knows this because we've talked about it. And he suffered through this with me every day. We play Frisbee golf together. And he knows that this is not easy for me. I've literally been accused lately of preaching a gospel that tickles the ears. And that I have a serpent's tongue and a false prophet's mission whatever but i'm telling you this isn't easy guys if i wanted to do something easy this is not it i was never persecuted like i am when i was preaching king james bible when i was preaching new living translation when i was preaching the normal gospel the one that everybody has bought hook, line, and sinker, which makes Jesus a deity rather than you. And a lot of you, whoa, whoa, blasphemy. You're not Jesus. Is he saying he's Jesus? I'm saying we are. We are Christ. He didn't come to create religion. He didn't come to create a church. He came to create Christ's. 
We're supposed to spread and take over creation. We're supposed to return the kingdom back to reality. We're supposed to activate and embody the frequency of love on this earth. That's the only way all of this stuff, all of these prophecies and everything, everybody's waiting now for all the the junk in the world to end. And they're waiting for someone on a cloud to come. And I'm telling you, they're coming. But they're going to look like this. Or I showed a few weeks ago. Let me see if I can find it. Dreams I've had ever since I was a kid. With these things showing up all over the world. And I remember people being terrified. And prophesying and talking about them. And not knowing what they are. Come on, TikTok's not working here. I love it when I find a photo and it's like, oh, that's in your iCloud. You can't load that. There we go. These things showing up all over the world. Well, that looks like a quadcopter. Yeah, it kind of does. Where do you think we got the idea for a quadcopter? There's nothing new under the sun. And these don't have blades on them, by the way. These hover and float. And the only sound in the air is the sound of a shofar in my dreams. And that sound is synonymous with Yahweh in the Old Testament. It's synonymous with the walls of Jericho coming down. It's synonymous with revelation prophecy. Now, why am I telling you all this? And you're, you're, you're asking yourself, what does this guy believe? Well, let me tell you, I'm asking myself that every day. And if you're not asking yourself that every day, then you're in the right you're in the right place. This is the right channel for you. Because we all need to start asking ourselves, what do we really believe? What do the dreams really mean? What do I need to pray for? What do I need to pray against? Who do I need to love? Who do I need to bless? By the way, love and bless everyone. Yahweh takes vengeance on his enemies. Christ says, love thine enemy. Yahweh delights in sacrifice. Christ says, I do not delight in sacrifice. My father does not delight in sacrifice, but rather compassion. Now, that's not easy, guys. I'm telling you, it's not easy. But I'm telling you, there's a difference in all these verses. Getting back into Enoch, and I saw other mountains, and amongst them were groves of trees, and they flowed forth. From them, nectar, which is named Sarara and Galbanam. I have no idea what that means, guys. I'm just reading it. I'm just bringing it. And beyond these mountains, I saw another mountain to the east, to the ends of the earth, whereon were aloe trees. I know what that is. And all the trees were full of stash, being like almond trees. And when one burnt it, it smelt sweeter than any fragrant fragrance or odor. And after these fragrant odors, I looked towards the north over the mountains, and I saw seven mountains full of choice nard and fragrant trees and cinnamon and pepper. Now, fragrance is a big, big, big thing in the Bible, especially when it comes to the gods, when it comes to the Old Testament God, Baal, um, all of these gods of old really like fragrance they really like animal sacrifice they really like all these things 
yet we also see that they're very, very beneficial to humanity. And so why is it that these gods need to use up the resources that humanity needs to not just survive but thrive? And here's, here's an interesting theory. Look at earlier in the book of Enoch when we had the angels that fell to earth and they taught all of these things and they created another race, their own race of fallen angel children, the Nephilim. Who then, what did they do? They started eating up all the resources and using up all the resources. And so that's why I find this super, super interesting is because I see such a correlation. And if you look at modern day extraterrestrial uh, close encounters of the third, fourth kind type um, experiences, you see things like this. If you've watched the movie Fire in the Sky... Yet, oh, wait a minute. This is a biblical representation. And if you're listening, I'm pointing to the picture I have of the flaming cigar shape, which we, we have well-documented a lot. You can look up, you know, cigar-shaped UFOs. They're all over the Internet. There's old photos, new photos. We've got ancient testimony of them. We've got one of the greatest stories ever told, the Exodus, that has one of these things that goes before them and clears a path, even parting the Red Sea. And they said it was a pillar of smoke by day and a pillar of fire by night. You see these things at night. You see the glowing orbs, the unfolding amber. The unfolding amber is described uh, with, you know, you have the burning bush with Moses. The sacrifice that Moses made, he laid them out on the altar and split, split the sacrifices on either side. You have two entities, one that was like a flaming fire pot and one that was like a smoking fire pot came through and went between the sacrifices it's all there guys i don't know how people can miss this if you if you at all believe in extraterrestrials if you at all believe in ancient astronaut theory which is hey humanity has been visited since pre-flood times since the garden by extraterrestrials and if you're like me you believe that genesis 1 is the original divine creation by the Father, the Mother, and the Son, or the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. However you define it is fine. For me, it's Father, Mother, Son, because it makes sense, because it's the archetypal family that we have on this earth as well. The love of a father and a mother creates a son, or however you put that. I know modern day-to-day, we can, we can do all kinds of stuff. It can be Uh, You know, the relationship between all kinds of different people of different orientations and everything. So I'm not stepping on that, guys. I'm not here to be that guy. But what I'm telling you is I think there is an archetypal triune relationship that we just snipped out because we wanted to inherently make these biblical texts masculine when there is masculine and feminine energy running through all of it. And understanding God in spirit means that he has those attributes. Not the attributes we try to assign to him with the Old Testament. So I'm going to read from this research paper that I've started. And I'm going to stop in Book of Enoch just because there's so much we can go into in Book of Enoch. And I'll come back to Enoch here in a second. So part one of this kind of paper that I'm writing is living among the gods. And I've got two different sides, two different cells here. One is extraterrestrial and one is spiritual. 
and I'm going to read to you attributes in the Bible of what I believe to be extraterrestrial, um, extraterrestrial technology, extraterrestrial intervention, um, and certainly ancient astronaut theory backs all of this up. So extraterrestrial, you got Ezekiel's wheel inside the wheel, Jacob's ladder, the parting of the Red Sea, the Ten Commandments given in fire and smoke. And as I said in the last live stream and, and other videos many times, that the commandments given in fire and smoke on top of Mount Sinai is an almost identical story to thousands of miles away over in Australia on Mount Yengo about ten to 15,000 years ago. Their god, Baime, B-A-I-A-M-E, Baime, who is painted on a cave in this national park still. He gives the commandments and descends in fire and smoke from the stars on the top of the mountain. He brings storms with him. He gives the commandments. But he's not the original creator God in their story. The original creator God is what they call the rainbow serpent that actually created and breathed everything. And that Baime was a maker God. He took and fashioned the earth and the rivers and everything kind of out of that original creation. And he took the spiritual beings and formed them out of clay. What does that sound like? I cannot tell you the truth, guys. I can't, I can't tell you 110,000% what is true because we may never know until we know. But I can tell you it's inside of you. And if you read something and you're sitting in church and you go, that doesn't make sense. How am I supposed to serve a God that sounds that way? But then over here, he's that way. Is he bipolar? Because that's what I thought. And it started to make me that way, by the way. When you serve a God that has attributes like that, you start to struggle within yourself. And one day you're joyful, one day you're depressed. One day you're focused on health and wellness. The next day you're drinking like a fish. Because that was me. And, and Jacob knows. I wasn't a lot of fun to be around. And I may be crazier now. But at least I'm on the path. And at least there's light around me. And at least we can have these conversations. Uh... Turnt Shroom says, uh, you go, dude. I agree. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let me, um, okay, let me look at some comments here before I read this. Uh, I'm totally loving this, dude. Dr. Emmer says, thank you so much. Um, let's see. Uh, Tammy is uh, jealous of one of the people in the chat of uh, Annie over here. Uh, she said she's seen light energy, never fire in the sky. Uh, we perceive three dimensions, uh, something five dimensional would look strange. Absolutely. Michael, I totally agree. Um, Jacob says that I'm more fun, not crazy. Jacob, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, some people would beg to differ, but I really appreciate that. So, um, don't doubt what you have learned. Thank you for sharing. Tammy, uh, walls says, thank you, Tammy. I appreciate that. God is love and light. And yes, we are to carry him within us. Amen. So I think you guys are picking what picking up what I'm dropping here. I hope uh, I hope uh, you understand it because I cannot, and in fact I will not come out and say that I'm a hundred percent right and that 
you need to know this because that's just not my game guys because I'm figuring it out and I need to add to my understanding as I add to my understanding things get knocked out from under our understanding by the way and that's when everything comes crashing down and whenever we have a belief when we believe something Man, when somebody challenges that belief, that causes all kinds of problems in our life. But when we understand something, which means we've taken all the data, every time we get a new piece of data, we add it to who we are and we expand that consciousness. That is an entirely different place to be. And I didn't even know that existed until after 2020. Why do I talk about 2020? Because I think a, a rapture of sorts happened in 2020. Maybe it was the rapture. Because Christ said the kingdom will not come with visible signs, yet we're all looking for visible signs. Everybody's looking to be caught up in the air. By the way, if you look that verse up, the whole rapture theory falls apart real quick when you look up the original words and realize that it's talking about being caught up in spirit. And I guarantee you I was caught up in spirit to God. I guarantee you I was caught up to Christ. I didn't even like Jesus until 2020. I followed him my whole life, but I never understood he wasn't like this friend to me. And then I realized after 2020, the reason he's not a friend is because he is me and I didn't like myself. Mic drop. How many of you guys are in that same position? You've struggled with even liking Jesus. You've struggled with even liking Christ. And maybe there's a day soon when you'll wake up and realize that you have to love yourself and once you're in the frequency of love and loving others and loving yourself and creating an atmosphere of love around you, then you love Christ because you realize you are a Christ. And it's a whole different world to be in, guys. Fancy Pants says, Amen. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, there are apps to read it too. Um Let's see. God is not a God of confusion. Be careful. You are not misled. See, absolutely. Um, where can I find the book of Enoch or maybe read it online? Yes, you can definitely read it online. There are PDFs online. If you want to get a physical copy, an audio copy, or even like a Kindle proper copy, I have it over on cubkuker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me. Yes, I am New Age Christianity. Welcome to the New Age Christian channel. You know, you guys label me all day long and you go look for New Age Christianity, you're going to find all kinds of stuff. You'll find people doing like literal seances and stuff. That's not me, guys. I'm an esoteric believer. I believe Christ is within me. I don't draw lines in the sand. I don't do, uh, you know, I mean, I love crystals, but I don't, I've got a salt lamp behind me, but I don't, you know, think it does anything when I turn it on. I think it's pretty and I think it gives like a nice aroma like kind of a tingly feeling to the room, but I'm just not that guy guys. Like, you know, the new age Christianity, that, that label thing has got to stop. Thank you, Annie. I appreciate that. Um, think about it when you call people out like that. I have never, not once have I called anyone out online. That's not my MO guys. You got a million different channels. If I even go look for the concepts I'm talking about, you can't find them online. So if you think New Age Christianity is some movement, you are sorely mistaken. There are very few people doing this. 
very few people doing this that are actually doing it in a way that leads people into deeper understanding. There's plenty of people that just have a lot of woo-woo and, and will buy into anything they hear. But there are very few people doing what I'm doing who have put in the research, who are sharing the data, who are building a community, who actually are, love people and love themselves and love God and want to see this world be a better place. Everybody's looking for the end, guys, but what if we're nowhere near the end? Or what if this is just the beginning? Or what if the whole apocalypse thing is an unveiling, an uncovering, and a stepping into a new reality? And what if love does win? What if light does prevail? Maybe instead of judging each other, maybe instead of throwing comments around, we should create the frequency of love around us. I was definitely awoken in 2020, Patriot says, amen. Uh, it was a weird, it was a weird time. I know a lot of people that were. And, you know, he said that the kingdom of God will come like a flash of lightning from the east to the west. Basically like blink and you'll miss it. And I know that that whole shaking experience then, you know, you can psychologically say, oh, well, you were stressed, so it caused you to change something within yourself. Sure, whatever. Well, then study quantum physics and tell me everything's the same. You look at all this weird stuff going on. I mean, I, I try not to get too much into the whole Mandela effect and all of that stuff, but it's obvious that people are on different timelines. And we're all living in the same physical matrix. Yet, people are connected to different timelines all the way around. Carrie, uh, Karit says, I love listening to you. It makes so much sense. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm glad it does. I, I have super ADD, and so I jump around. But I hope you guys track with me. Um, and by the way, somebody asked uh, the other day, like, do you ever do long-form content? Well, Obviously, I do really long content like, you know, one to two hour live streams. But but in all honesty, guys, um, you can find all of this on my YouTube channel, Cub Cooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R. There are people copying my name and doing K-U-C-K-E-R or K-O-O-K-E-R or uh, K-U-B-K-O-K-E-R. You know, it's spelled like it is here, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R. My website is now and will always be cubcooker.me, spelled the same way, dot me. You know, I tried to make it easy. That will forward you to uh, any of the special offers I have, any any of my store stuff, uh, which is built on a stand store, S-T-A-N dot S-T-O-R-E. So when you hit www.cubcooker.me, it's going to forward you to a stand store and that stand store will have all my official stuff on it. All the links to my podcast. Um, everything is there. It has all the t-shirt designs I do. It has my book on there. My audio book has my Amazon shop with all the spiritual resources for everything I'm talking about. You can even stream ancient aliens through my Amazon shop over there. Uh, and thank you guys for the roses. God bless you guys. I really appreciate the gifts. You guys helped me do this full time. I mean, I made that decision to just walk away from my business. Now, God really shook that loose. I'll tell you that the whole 2020 and, and so forth really did a good job of shutting all that down for me. But I did have to make that decision of, all right, this is it. I'm doing this thing for better or for worse. I'm doing it. And 
It's been terrifying, but you guys have come through. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone that's bought a t-shirt, bought my book. Like every day, you may not think that, hey, buying one little t-shirt or one book or whatever helps this guy. Are the roses, all the stuff you guys give on here, TikTok, I, you know, I'm monetized on TikTok. I'm about to be monetized on YouTube, hopefully in the next month. The more you guys follow me over there and rewatch these and share them with your friends, your family, your pastors, share this with your pastor. Good luck with that. Um, be, be some interesting comments from that. You want bad theology? Welcome. Welcome. You're at the right channel for that. So, um, let's see any other good questions here. Uh, Andy says, stick around. He is amazing. Thank you very much, uh, for that. Yeah. You guys that don't agree with me, that's totally fine. Stick around, come back for another live stream. Go check out my YouTube. Um, I think you'll start to understand what I'm talking about a little bit more. Um, Heartwild10, yes, the links are on my profile or cubcooker.me uh, for all this. Everything I talk about, I just have one hub for all of it. So to try to make it as easy as possible. So uh, so anyway, fire and smoke, the burning bush, Moses' sacrifice consumed by orbs, by the smoking orb and the flaming orb, Enoch being taken. You've got animal sacrifices. You have the Aaronic priesthood of Aaron, the priesthood of Aaron. Okay, now and that's all the extraterrestrial law or covenant. Now the spiritual, the new covenant, the most high God, spirit and truth, Christ himself, the mind of Christ, the body of Christ, the transfiguration, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, being caught up to Christ in the spirit, the kingdom within, the I be single, compassion, not sacrifice. And finally, the Melchizedek priesthood, not the Aaronic priesthood, but the Melchizedek priesthood. Um, if you guys want to know more about that priesthood, Sons of God Ministries right here on TikTok, he's on YouTube, he's on podcasts everywhere. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be doing a live stream with him this week. Uh, he is fantastic. He understands on a level that I don't all of the lot. I don't even understand my family tree. Let me just say that. So, but he gets the whole family tree and the lines of priesthoods way better than I do. If you want extraterrestrial, if you want paranormal, if you want faith and spirituality, that's this channel. Now we're all talking about the same things, which is really interesting. And there's several other channels out there that I'm going to be live streaming with that are all talking about the same things. But again, mine, I focus a lot more on uh, kind of the revelation of what are these extraterrestrials doing in the Bible? What are they doing in these other spiritual texts? Um, and then who might the true God, the one most high God be? And that's what I'm looking, uh, that's what I'm looking at. So um is your podcast on apple yes it's on apple spotify google podcasts anchor fm uh amazon podcasts like literally everything and i also upload the video version now to those podcasts so now on spotify you can actually go watch this video uh on that podcast app and then if you close the app then you can still hear it it doesn't shut off in your car or something so pretty cool but um Let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, you guys are having great conversations. Thank you. I'm glad you guys are. Uh, always take care of each other, guys, because 
um, I get so many comments every day and I'm doing my best to go through them. And, uh, you wouldn't believe the messages I have on Facebook. I, I can't even go through all the message requests. It's, it's un unbelievable. I can't believe how, you know, I can, I can believe it because somehow I knew going into this, this was going to work and God was going to do something amazing with it. In fact, I don't think we've even, I think by Christmas, this thing is going to be, I think we're going to 10 X what we have now. Uh, we've got 120,000 on TikTok. We've got almost a hundred thousand. And by almost, I mean, within five or 10,000 of a hundred thousand on Facebook, uh, the YouTube channel has grown by like several thousand in the past couple of months. Give me some love on YouTube, please. Um, and then, you know, one of these days we'll, we'll Instagram will decide to not be stingy on their views. So, um, Okay, so those are kind of the extraterrestrial versus spiritual. So then in this document, I continued on. And I just, I, I put a compare and contrast, just two different cells with a line down the middle. So on the left-hand side, I've got to compare this verse and contrast it with this verse. The compare verse is the extraterrestrial representation in the Bible. And the contrast verse is the spiritual representation in the Bible. And you'll see how this works as I read this. So Jeremiah 32, 26 through 27 in the World English Bible says, Then came the word of Yahweh to Jeremiah, saying, Behold, I am Yahweh, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You guys remember ever hearing that verse? You don't really hear that at the pulpit a whole lot, but okay. Yeah, I can buy that. I guess he's the God of everything, right? Like, well, I'll track with that. Well, wait a minute. We get to John four twenty three through 24, but an hour is coming and is now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And that is what Christ said in John. So do you see the compare and contrast? Tell me how that makes sense. Let's put our logic hats on for a minute and just go, let's just read the Bible with a little bit of logic. And I'm not saying ancient astronaut theory is logical because it challenges everything we think we believe. But I'm saying with that understanding and that hat on, you see that Yahweh is the God of flesh and Christ is talking about worshiping God in spirit. Again, doesn't make sense. Oh, oh, so he just picks two verses. That's right. Okay. No, let's keep going. World English Bible, 1 Kings eight twelve. Then Solomon said, Yahweh has said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. Okay, World English Bible, 1 John 1, 5. This is the message which we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. I honestly propose, guys. Jacob, thank you for the roses. God bless you, brother. I honestly propose, maybe let's not make God a liar. Maybe let's not make Christ a liar. Because I'm telling you guys, 
And this goes on and on and on. I've found hundreds already of these. And I think Josh over at, uh, at Sons of God Ministries, he's found like three, three or four hundred now, I think, of these kind of like discrepancies that are just so obvious and blatant that Christ actually came and he's like refuting the fact that this God that we've been worshiping and that they had been worshiping is not the true God. And that's what I decided to start doing myself. My dad and I have been having this conversation. He's not 100% on this page with me, but he definitely wants to know more. And he was kind of like, hey, you should do a spreadsheet. That's my dad voice. And I'm like, okay, so here it is, dad. Here's your spreadsheet. Then we get to Psalm 82, 5 through 7. They, the gods... Do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods, and all of you are sons of the Most High. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like any one of the princes. This is the Most High talking to the gods. That's the way I interpret it. You may interpret it different. Again, I'm learning all of this as I go. Now contrast that with John 1.5 in the World English Bible. This is the message which we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Again, another contrast with the darkness. And that was the same verse I used. I found more verses about light, but I haven't put them in here yet. So um, it's just weird, guys. Then we've got Leviticus 16. Yahweh spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, and they came near before Yahweh and died. And Yahweh said to Moses, Tell Aaron, your brother, not to come at just any time to the most holy place within the veil, before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in a cloud on the mercy seat, Aaron shall come into the sanctuary with a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. And the scene gets more violent from there on out. Contrast with Hebrews 7. For this, Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of God Most High, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of kings, and blessed him, to whom also Abraham divided a tenth part of all, being first by interpretation king of righteousness and then also king of Salem. So even Melchizedek's name means king of righteousness, an archetype for Christ or a precursor to Christ or even an incarnation of Christ. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life but made like the son of god remains a priest continually but you guys have never heard this before because i haven't i've heard of melchizedek but nobody's ever said hey look at this so you've got the aaronic priesthood aaron's line here you see all the unalivings you see the beginning and the end like you see how you know, they are finite. You see Yahweh again appearing in a cloud, like in darkness here. And, and, and then all of this culminates in this graphic sacrifice. And then Melchizedek, he's no father, no mother, 
no genealogy, nor end of life. Made like the Son of God, he remains a priest continually. Who would you want to follow? That's the question I had to ask myself. Which one of these do I want to follow? Do I want to follow this, by all intents and purposes, bloody history? Or do I want to follow this king, this line that had no genealogy, that had no beginning and no end and is continually a priest? Isn't that what I want for me? Just a question. Just a question. I ask questions on this channel, so... Uh, let's see, Genesis, I found you through YouTube, LOL, I tend to watch you more there. Well, thank you, Jenna, I'm glad you're here on TikTok. Welcome to one of the lives. The lives are fun, I get to kind of go back and forth and answer questions. So, uh, Annie says, so many people need to spread, uh, need this spreadsheet, that's awesome. Thank you, Annie, I appreciate that. I will make it available very soon once I get it, you know, cleaned up, probably by the end of the week I should have it kind of buffed up a little bit, um, and then I'll get it in a Google Doc so we can... You know, I'll see it, and as I update it, it'll stay updated. So, uh, but uh, I also have to put a few more things in there um, to make it, you know, ready for the public to kind of follow my mindset on it. So, uh, Ezekiel's wheel within the wheel, absolutely rusty. That's exactly what we're talking about, man. It's, it's some weird stuff. Uh, Landon says, "Thank you for helping me understand what I'm reading." Hey, you bet. I hope that helps. So. Uh, Aronic, Aaronic. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm from Texas. Sorry. My accent screws up a lot of these, a lot of these words. So, uh, Barb says, hi, are you saving this live? I just joined and missed some of it. You bet Barb over at my YouTube channel is cub Cooker on YouTube, same profile picture. And then you'll see the banner and like all of the actual videos and stuff on there. There are people copying my name, but if you want to find all my socials, including the podcast where you can re-listen to this in your car, it's all at cubcooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R dot M-E, cubcooker dot M-E. Um, and then you can grab all my socials over there as well as I make these cool t-shirts uh, with the artwork you see behind me here. Uh, I'll bring that up now. This is how I keep doing this, guys. I don't just try to hawk t-shirts and stuff, but uh, this is how I keep doing this. Like every day... If I just sell a couple of these every day, I can keep doing this. So, and I don't have to, uh, you know, go get another job and then only do this or, or try to restart my business, which is only going to distract me highly. I spend eight to 10 hours a day working on this. So, um, if I'm going to keep showing up, this is how I do it. So, um, go check that out. But, um, okay. So getting back into, by the way, this is what the podcast looks like the cub cooker supernatural podcast so you can go grab that over on apple spotify um it's on anchor fm google podcasts all of that's in my uh link in my profile so um continuing on world english bible galatians 4 8 however at that time not knowing god you were in bondage to those who by nature are not gods now, a lot of people interpret this and they go, hey, you know, yeah, they're in bondage to like kings and stuff that thought they were gods. But we've got to understand that they believed in other gods and they experienced other gods. You know, monotheism 
with modern day evangelical Christianity is, is a very new invention. Now Christ came to show there is one true God, but I'm telling you guys, there are plenty of these little g-gods floating around, fallen angels. There's plenty of good angels. Just because you see one of these doesn't mean, in my opinion, doesn't mean it's bad. And we had a conversation about this earlier today on, in the comments that, you know, these things still do work, I believe, protecting and guarding and replenishing our planet, uh, you know, trying to make sure that this creation continues. Um, and, and rather not just on our planet, but I think on the realms between the planets, you know, we've got, um, different forms of reality. You got, you know, 3d, 4d, 5d, 6d, 7d, 8d. Um, and so I think they are keeping the veils sealed, keeping things in and out that are not supposed to. So not necessarily doing physical work on creation, but more spiritual work. So, um, anyway, that's, that's kind of my thought. So. Uh, have you looked into the Euphrates River drying up angels who are buried uh, and bound there? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, those angels are going to be released at some point. And I think disclosure is coming. I think, you know, uh, they had over the Ukraine, they had a bunch of these things. And I couldn't find actual footage. But uh, from what I've seen, their their governments, you know, have uh, collected a lot of data and like the FLIR footage or the infrared footage. Uh, and they said that there's so many now that there's even like squadrons of these things in the sky above uh, the Ukraine right now. And pretty, pretty interesting. These are happening everywhere. I think it happened in Belgium the other day and uh, it's happened in England a lot recently. Um, you know, we've seen this stuff all through history, so it's nothing new. But I think the activity is increasing and I think one day very soon... Uh, I don't think disclosure comes with a press conference or an announcement that, oh yeah, they're real. No, I think it comes by every eye on the planet going, oh my gods. And we see them. And that changes the paradigm. And what would create a one globe governmental system faster than a threat from another planet or realm? Again, just my thought, just my thought process. You guys make up your own mind on this stuff. So, so anyway, we were in bondage to those who by nature are not gods. Well, why would you be in bondage to anyone that's not a God unless you think it's a God or the God? Second Corinthians 4, 4, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving that the light of the good news of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should not dawn on them. And I believe the image of God has dawned on me. It certainly dawned on me. You know that old saying like, oh, it never dawned on me. See the parallel. Anything that happens physically and we see it, is often just the matrix or the extraterrestrial gods. Anything that happens esoterically within us is often the spirit. And we don't ever, we don't really want to admit the difference between them because we're all, we're always looking for something in the physical world to come and save us. Even though we might want to say it's spiritual, it's still a physical thing or it's still transmuting between the realms. 
when the kingdom of God is within us and it is a much higher reality that you can't get to just by skipping from this, you know, from 3D to 5D and all this stuff going around online right now. And do I believe in 5D consciousness? Absolutely. I think it's Christ consciousness, but I think Christ consciousness can transcend that even and connect us directly to the highest realm, directly to God's frequency, directly to the network of his consciousness, directly to everlasting and eternal life. So, Tim Allen, the Santa Claus scene isn't believing. Believing is seen. Amen, Annie. And that is one of my favorite movies. Uh, my wife and I just watched the uh, trailer for the new one. I'm super excited about it. Uh, we're big Christmas fans. I know there's a lot of people out there, especially within the faith communities that are like, you know, uh, banning Christmas this year or whatever. And, oh, it's a pagan holiday. Guys, we live in the Matrix. Everything you do in the Matrix and in the flesh is inherently sin, right? You know, there's the verse in the Bible that talks about being born into sin. Well, uh, what if it's just the fact that you even exist is like everything is sin. Everything in the flesh world is sin. It's it's all the same thing because it was all made by the Yahwehs of this world, the extraterrestrials. It was all manipulated to be what it is now. That's what it means to be born into sin, but to be reborn in the spirit means to turn what did I have to do? I had to turn my back on this world. And then like a flash of lightning in a moment, I had a dawning experience. It wasn't just my brain going, oh, that makes sense now. It was like my entire being and personality and experience of myself and others changed overnight. And it absolutely freaked out a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of family members that probably will never talk to me again or will hold for the rest of their lives that I'm doing the devil's work or that I'm deceived or that I think I'm doing God's work, but I'm actually leading people on the path of darkness or whatever. And I'm telling you guys, and I'm telling me, there was a dawning in me. There was a rapture in me. There was a caught up to Christ in me. And so I'm not looking for it to come physically. I'm looking to see more of you guys in this family. And I think we all should. Tammy says, bless you, young man. Yes, yes. Love has no boundaries. Thank you so much, Tammy. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. I'm going to jump off. We already have the mind of Christ. Absolutely. Spiritual ascension. Absolutely, Jenna. Thank you, guys. Jenna says, love it, reborn. Uh, love y'all. Thank you, uh, Boomin. I appreciate it. Uh, right there with you, bro. Much love. Thank you, The Traveler. Thank you, Jacob, for being here. Thank you, Annie, for being here. BLC24, thank you. Uh, Jacob says, love you, brother. Love you, brother. Go check out 74 Leathercraft. You guys want to see uh, a faith-based creator that does some really cool leather work, go check him out. Check out my shirts. This is, um, I'm going to read the description of this one just so you guys know. Um, I can go to it because I got it bookmarked. Um Anyway, this is a new one I dropped this morning. I'm about to start discontinuing several of the shirts that are on here. So if you see any that you're in love with, it may not be there tomorrow. This one's called the Angel of Elohim T-shirt. The Angel of Elohim. And so this is my modern take. So the Angel of uh, Elohim T is a modern day representation of the being that led the Israelites through the desert during the Exodus. 
That might, uh, what might that look like today with our modern understanding of technology placed among the starry background of a nomadic group of campers? And notice I did modern campers, like legit campers. Like, I don't know, I thought it would be kind of cool. You know, I love camping, so um, all artwork is by Cub Cooker, lovingly made using digital AI technology and the power of imagination. When I say AI, it uses artificial intelligence. I tell it what to do, the textures, the colors, how to lay it out, what to look like. I tell it the story I want to, and I may have to do it over and over and over and over, and I pay for a software to do this um, until I create a uh, composite image that I want, and then I have to go and recomposite it on the shirt so it lays out correctly. It's not just one image, it's multiple images that I have to piece together on these shirts. So these are truly works of art that you guys, nobody else is going to be wearing these. Nobody copies these. Nobody can copy these. So even if they have the same software, there's no way they can make the same shirt. So anyway, your support on those is huge, huge, huge. So thank you guys. And there's a ton of other shirts there. If this isn't your style, I've got some really cool ones coming. And I also have some that I did earlier on that have Christ on them. Praying, the most popular one to date is the Christ Prayer Portal one. So you can go check that one out. Um, and like I said, if you do order, use the word SHIP, S-H-I-P, FREE, all one word, all caps. That's the code. That'll get you free shipping on your entire order from my shop. So go check that out. I love you guys. God bless you. Go check out the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, you can get it everywhere over on my website, cubcooker.me. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful afternoon. Thank you, thank you for being here, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.